Hello and welcome to the people behind your food. I'm Chef Ryan Callahan and today I am with Mr. Phil Eagle who is the Honest Restaurant Manager. You can find him at Honest Restaurant Manager on Instagram. He also has a Twitter. Phil, you want to jump in with that Twitter real quick? Yeah, it's at Manager Honesty. <laughs> and he is brutally honest and that is uh, absolutely awesome. So what Phil does is he runs a page where he makes memes and he just posts about his experience in the restaurant industry and paints funny stuff that relates to people who are in the industry or were in it or coming in. Just to give I, people an idea of what the culture is. And then he's also been a manager for a long time and he lives up in what, Canada now, right now? Yeah, I'm up in Canada. You betcha. Central Alberta. Central Alberta. I bet it's cold right now. It's very cold. Actually, we're finally starting to get warmer, but it was, it was very cold for a while there. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's start with the get to know you questions. So, how old are you? I'm 29 years old. Okay, your favorite movie? Well, uh, favorite movie is probably The Matrix. Okay, uh, the original one or the sequels? Oh yeah, no, no, we're not talking about those other guys. I mean, I still like them more than most people, but the original one's my favorite. I think so too. I think we're in that same age group to where like The Matrix was just iconic at that time. I think it's I mind like, blowing. It's still it mind blowing. It's great. Um, so, what is your favorite TV show? How I Met Your Mother, hands down. I saw a How I Met Your Mother reference the other day on one of your posts, and I had almost jumped in. It was, you know, <laughs> I like my wife. That is her absolute favorite. So we've seen it like a hundred yeah. times. I could quote pretty much like every episode to you. Yeah, I've done a couple of How I Met Your Mother posts. I love those ones. <laughs> um, so what's your favorite music? It could be style or artist. Wow, that's a it's, a it's a fun question because I I change a lot right now. I've been uh, honestly uh, guiltily listening to a lot of trap music. I'm really into that trap rap right now, and it's guilty pleasure. But I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, it, you gotta like what you like, you know. So, uh, what kind of guy are you? The guy who carries uh, cash around? You carrying around a debit card, credit card? Well, you know, you'd like to be flashy with the cash, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm a card guy. <laughs> What's your favorite type of ice cream? I'm a chocolate, chocolate through and through, man. You can't go wrong with the original. That's my favorite, too. So uh, what's your favorite food? Burgers, burgers, hot dogs, burgers, hot dogs. Classic, so man. So I'm, I'm just I'm easy. I'm easy. Give me some chocolate, give me some burgers, and I'm solid. I'm ready to go. So you're a doodly dude. Yeah, you can't go wrong. All right. So you had a whiskey in there. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, what kind of whiskey are we talking? Canadian whiskey, bourbon, Irish, scotch, what do you like? <laughs> it's all good. I, I, honestly, uh, my favorite whiskey is Jameson's. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there you got the Irish whiskey. That's That's my favorite. <laughs> Uh, you like dogs, you like cats? I love dogs. I have a cat, and uh, I like her a lot, but she's a little annoying. She'll probably uh, jump and interrupt me eventually during this thing, but I, I like them both. <laughs> my, uh, my dog jumped in for the first like five interviews, I want to say. Uh, he was featured at least five times in each interview because people came over, and he loves people, and he just can't keep away from people. So That's fair. So, so you hear him jingling. If you listen real hard, it's like, you can yeah. hear the bells of the reindeer in Santa Claus. You listen real hard. Uh, so where did you grow up? I grew up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. <laughs> can you say that three <laughs> times fast? <laughs> well, I can because I'm from there. Right. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. There, I got yeah. it. All right. You American folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I live in Missouri. Yeah, you know? it's, right. it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sorry about the Rams. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we, we had a football team, and now we don't. It's okay. I don't like sports anyways. I like hockey, but and we have a decent hockey team. But uh, You do have a decent hockey team. You definitely we, do. It's weird because, you know, and we're going to talk sports for five seconds because this is as much as I could possibly do. We have a good hockey team. They always make it to the playoffs. They never win. Yeah. You know, it, it's we're like, the, and, and I'll probably get lynched for this, but they're the Cubs of hockey so <laughs> don't worry you're gonna do fine you're gonna do the cardinals are gonna be fine this year so you'll be good oh okay good all right so and uh where do you live now uh central alberta central alberta all right so i feel like we've got to know your personality you like how i met your mother you like chocolate ice cream you like burgers and hot dogs those are all good things you like brats are you a bratwurst guy oh yeah oh it's meat and a bun <laughs> give it to me i'm good any grilled meat inside of a bun i'm all about <laughs> I'm it solid i'm ready <laughs> all right so let's just start with uh, your past and what you've been doing so uh sure. so let's start with your experience in the restaurant business so how long have you been working in the restaurant business i've been in the restaurant industry for about 12 years now 12 years yeah wow, that is a nice long period of time yeah it works all right for me <laughs> uh <laughs> what got you into the restaurant business was it passion was it lack of money what was it uh, no, I got into it as soon as I possibly could. Um, so up where I where I was grew up, 19 years old was the earliest we were allowed to serve. 
jumped in that right when I was 19 years old. I used to play a lot of music, so uh, at the time it was a way to pay for tours uh, with my band. That's how I originally got into it, and just kind of never left. That's crazy because uh, I grew up, my dad is a music guy, and so that's one of the reasons I got into it too. And then my buddy Jeff was on earlier, a couple episodes ago, he's like, yeah, we tried to pay for touring and equipment and this, that, and the other. And so did you have a similar experience? Yeah, well, that's exactly why. Like, like that's that's what I would do. I'd serve, bartend for a while, make up some money, go on tour, and then come back and do it again. It's almost like a drug addict pattern, you know, like the guys who like are on meth and they're like, you know, they're like, I'm gonna go work for three days. That's enough to buy a lot of yeah. meth, apparently. Yeah. And then you'll be gone for a month, and they come back for three days. Like, no, no, I swear, I'm gonna stay for a while. Just let me work for like 40 hours these next three days. Uh, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> and you then, nailed uh, it on the head. <laughs> So uh, the next question, I think you kind of answered it, but I'd like you to elaborate a little bit on it. So, sure. uh, so you're not a back of house guy who moved to the front of house, but you're a front of house guy who moved your way up. Because right now you're no. a general manager, right? Yeah, like I don't know. I posted I posted a post a little while ago about uh, challenging my chef and uh, deep frying a steak, and uh, that's me, man. I can't I can't cook worth anything. Uh, I'm, ter- I'm terrible. Uh, I've done like I've done lots of training. I've, I've spent a lot of time in the kitchen, but uh, it all goes in one ear and out the other. I can't seem to retain any, retain any of it, man. I can't cook, uh, but that's okay. So no, I, I started as a server, moved into bartending, moved into managing, and uh, just kind of been doing that ever since. That's awesome. That seems like a pretty normal like way to go about it. Like I'm I'm a back of house guy who then yeah. went front of house because I'm pretty and I can smile and make people Absolutely. laugh. Absolutely. Apparently, like you can only keep the roughest people in the back. Like, oh well, you know, Joe's <laughs> only got one tooth, and uh, <laughs> you know, like we can't have it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, what are some good things you've experienced working in the restaurant industry? Man, there's there's countless reasons, and if there wasn't, then I don't know how anybody could stay in it as you know as long as we have. But uh, you know, you, the biggest thing is relationships. You just meet so many cool people along the way, and you make just everlasting friendships. And there are still people that I am still close with that uh, you know I worked my first job with, and uh, and it, it never really goes away. The families never go away, and especially in the age of social media, where you can have you know, this restaurant group 2009 and people still talk on it kind of thing, you know, it's cool. And then like you also, you sometimes you end up working with people that you worked with in the past again. Um, you know, like that stuff is super cool. I mean, actually the guy that first hired me, uh, as my server for the first time, he ended up working with me again, I think like six or seven years later, um, in a completely different role. He was a line cook and I was a manager. He was just kind of, uh, trying to figure out something and he, he just wanted to cook for a little while. So, um, it was just crazy how it just kind of all comes around full circle. So I don't know. That, that's probably the coolest thing to me is all the different people that you meet every single day. It's a lot of fun. I think, uh, I think also on that note, if you're a social person, it's great. And then, in addition to that, if you're antisocial and you hate everybody, you're amongst friends, you know, like yeah. because everybody in the restaurant industry has some kind of weird thing about them. And so it's like this group of weird people where you just fit in. I think Anthony Bourdain hit that on the head where it's, it's the industry of misfits. But at the same yeah. time, it's such a personal business because it's hospitality. So you have to have some kind of compassion in you at some level to make food for somebody or make someone's night better or a special event kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. You You're, not You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, it's good. Uh, you know, like we, we're all every, the best part about the restaurant industry is that there's so many different personalities and, and you need every single one of them because you know, everybody has a different piece to what we do and, and everybody, uh, is unique and special and, and, and organic in, in who they are. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't have all these different personalities and the different types of people that make our businesses run, then we don't have anything. And that's, that's, that's kind of the coolest part of it all. It doesn't matter who you are, where you came from it, who you are as a person is, is what makes every restaurant better. And the cool thing about it is that you go from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant and, uh, and it's different people in every single one of them, but the experiences are the same because everybody knows that that organic, uh, personality and, 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 and passion that we all have about the industry creates these awesome experiences. Okay. I want to touch on that for a second. Cause we live in different countries. You, we grew up in completely different countries, same continent, still very large countries though, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Unbelievably huge. Um, yeah, good job of geography there. That's thanks. Good. You know, I know you guys are north. You know, like nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. We're north and we're big. That's yeah, good. Yeah, you guys yeah. Are south it, and, and it's, also and it's big. cold. There's some polar bears and yeah, uh, no uh, penguins there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 
tell me about a little bit of the differences, you know, between the American restaurant business and the Canadian restaurant business. Is there any difference? I mean, aside from the fact that you guys use kilos and grams uh, and milliliters and liters to measure stuff, like, you know, like as a bartender, you guys still measure stuff like in shots and jiggers and dashes and things like that? or No, just shots. Uh, but at the same time, though, it's, it's actually funny that you bring that up because I actually struggle really, really. The majority of my followers are from the States, sure. um, like 80 percent. Um, I think actually 20% of my followers live in New York alone. Yeah. Um, so like I am, I am very, very heavily associated with, with the States and I don't necessarily know everything that is different between Canada and the States. So I actually try really hard to research some of the stuff that I post before I post it to make sure that it's actually relevant to, (laughs) to the States. And it's actually really difficult sometimes. Like I really have to focus and try and make sure that I'm doing a good job of this kind of thing. But, uh, there's definitely, you know, there's, there's a lot of differences. Um, anytime, I go to the states, though. I mean, like, I have a great time, and and everybody down there seems yeah. to be on the same kind of page. And and in the end, I mean, we all do it for the same reason, and that's people, right? I mean, right. in the end, they're, they're, that's the bottom line of it all. We all do it for a paycheck and people. <laughs> so <laughs> when you take those two things in a row, right. you can make a pretty successful page out of it. <laughs> you know, it, it it sounds like to me, like I saw you sweating there for just a second. Like I have to research the labor laws and the differences of integrate. It's almost like you need a paralegal, like sitting there, like okay. oh man, like yeah. Now, Phil, before you release this, let's just review this through the legal board and make sure it's approvable, you know? <laughs> there have been a couple instances where I've posted something and I didn't do proper research, and I got so much backlash so quickly that I'm not going to lie. I just deleted the post. It was not worth it. No, uh, seriously. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. So then I just get rid of it. I'm better at it now, but when I was younger, yeah. I, when I was younger on the page, I wasn't quite as good. <laughs> Dude, the internet will eat you. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's like it's good. You get used to it. If yeah. you can't take a couple of people being like, "That's not funny," then this isn't the business for you. But wow. at the same time, you got to do your research if you're mostly promoting to a country that isn't your own country. So. Right. Like I don't try to sell to India. I don't know anything about Indian cuisine. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not that guy. But you know? you know, at the same time, like I get a lot of people. Like for actually, the, I say this because you brought up India. I had somebody that just messaged me. I, I get a, I, I respond to all my DMs that I get, mm-hmm. and and um, I had somebody DM me from India. The other day and he said hey i'm thinking about getting into this industry what do you what what suggestions do you have for me and like what do you say i've never been to india so i i don't i don't know necessarily the differences between right. canadian hospitality and in in, in in hospitality in india so you know that's when you kind of just kind of stick to the generic stuff but yeah it's 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 fun man i i have the world this page is all over the world it is it's the same thing for me i i get just like you said i had a guy from india who wants to be a chef and doesn't speak very good English. And I know I'm working with a guy. I'm like, he's like, you know, can you cooking teach me? And I'm like, sure, why not? I can cooking teach you. Yeah, yeah. I can cooking teach you. Sure, why not? Absolutely, I'd love to. But he, he messages me every, every once in a while. He's like, his kid in India, like some rural village. He wants to be a chef when he grows up. So yeah, we're cool. touching lives. You yes, and me, yes. we're changing we do, the man. world, you know? It is. Yeah. Hospitality, next- it changes people's lives. It really does. So yes, let's. Let's dive into the Honest Restaurant Manager page, all right? So, sure, absolutely. All right, so we're still in the past here. So tell me the inspiration for the page. Were you just angry one day? Were you were you bored? Did you, were you, no. Did you have an no. extra large bathroom it's break a, or what? The, the page is weird, man. Like I thought about it a long time ago, and uh, and I – I don't know. Like I, when I first started it, it wasn't anything like what it is now. And it, it was nothing. I had not planned it to end up the way it is now. Uh, when I first started it, the whole idea behind it was that I wanted to just write sentences that uh, were just ideas that managers would have or thoughts sure. that managers would have or things that kind of go through managers' heads. Um, that was the idea behind the whole page. And, and within a week, I turned it into a meme page because – it was not flying. Like <laughs> it wasn't a thing. And like, I was like, and I was cool with that. And that, that was fine, whatever. So I, I ended up turning it into a meme page. And, uh, and, and, at, you know, at first it, it went really well. And like the, the traction that I got from switching over to that meme page was, was, uh, was exciting and a lot of fun. And I couldn't believe watching my followers go up and up and up yeah. and, you know, the comments and like, like remembering my first post with 50 likes, um, remembering, you know, like all that kind of stuff, like you never forget it. Right. Um, so that, I mean, when I started it, that was the whole idea of it. Um, it's, I mean, it's morphed a lot now. I mean, you know, I, I, 
kind of took my first opportunity that I could to try to separate from memes a little bit. Um, and that's when I kind of started that Twitter page and started doing videos as well. Yeah. Um, making it a bit more, you know, personal and kind of more about me. Um, right. and just kind of, you know, building up a different idea. So, I mean, it, it just makes it a lot more fun. So that's kind of, that's, that's what I do. It, it separates me a little bit from, from what other people are doing. That's awesome. I love those videos. They're hilarious. Um, so how, how do you think that people react when they see your post? You touched on this just a little bit, like, like, you know, if you get a ton of backlash, you just like, boom, delete it, purge it from the internet. Well, like, like how did it once <laughs> burn it with fire, right? Um, so, so tell me about your, your strategy. Like, like, you know, when, you know, do you see more positive interaction, more negative interaction? Since oh yeah, no, it's, it's so positive. And like, like that, like that was just a joking example of, sure, yeah, of yeah. you know, one time where I, I didn't do my research, but, um, you know, like, like honestly, the, the reactions are super positive. And when you go through my posts, the whole point is, is that I want people to say, oh my gosh, I relate to that. Or I feel attacked or like, this is me, this is me, this is me. And that's, that's everything that I go for. That's the whole plan. Um, so like, that's the majority of how people react every once in a while. People don't necessarily understand the jokes or they don't get it or they don't find it's funny and that's fine. And, I, and I, I'll read those ones and I'll be like, cool. And I'll just kind of move on with my day. Um, like I mentioned before, if you can't handle people not finding you funny in a, in a business where you're, you know, reaching out to however many tens of thousands of people per post, then, you know, you're, you're not in the right business. What did T Swift say? Hate is going to hate, 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 hate. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, uh, you know, like uh, Jerry Seinfeld says that comedy is more personal than food. And that's what you're, you're doing food and you're doing comedy. You know, you're talking about the restaurant business and you're talking about comedy. And comedy is so un unbelievably personal. So, of course, things won't fly with everybody. But I love that you're trying to embrace the whole. You know, like just give it that you're just putting it out there. And some of your stuff is just absolutely hilarious. Uh, so, Thanks, man. So how, how long are you running the page for? I started the page uh, at the very end of August of last year. That's So that's 2018. 2018, yeah. That's crazy. And how many followers do you have now, just roughly? Uh, just about 19.5. That's insanity. That's just like, like you. that's like paying somebody with a, like paying somebody who runs a robot to like yeah. do it. So that's insanity. <laughs> I mean, dude, that means that you, you know what that means? It means you've hit something that people want. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, like, and like I said, like it, it's it's different, right? And that's the whole point because there's lots of meme pages, and I I don't want to be them. You know, it, although memes might have given me a start to kind of go into the direction that I that I wanted to go and help me build up followers, I was a little bit nervous when I started kind of switching over to the Twitter a little bit more. But um, you know, it 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 gave me an opportunity to kind of reach out, branch out a little bit more. Sure. And I'm not gonna lie, once I started that, I, that's actually when I blew up. Um, I started the Twitter account in January. And uh, in January, I had 5,000 followers. Um, so I've actually gained almost 15,000 in the last month and a half. Wow. Um, so that's that's where it really started to blow up is when I kind of changed that a little bit and gave that. Because it's different, right? It's not what anybody yeah. else is doing in, the, in, in this specific industry. Um, and it allows me to make the stories a little bit more in depth. It allows me to make the stories a little bit more personal. They're longer than than one sentence. It's it's not just a quick one liner. Right. Everything has a little bit more depth, so that people can really relate to them a little bit more. And uh, and it just it, it's worked out really well for me. I agree. I'm pulling them. I'm pulling a couple of them up real quick just to share them with everybody. Sure. So this is one from this morning, I believe. Uh, it says, "I'm going to read it in my voice, not your voice." If that's Sounds okay good. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear how other people read it anyway. Oh sure. Yeah. It says. Sorry, I'm going to be late for work today. I had an unnecessarily long, hot shower and followed it up by sitting on the edge of my bed, staring into a void of nothingness for 15 minutes. But don't worry, I've got my iced coffee and I'm en route. Like, as a manager, do you know how many times I've gotten that text message, except it didn't say <laughs> that first part? It, it was like, what, what am I doing with my life? I'm late for work. Okay. I'm 15 minutes late, but I got coffee. I'll be there. I promise. You know, like. Yeah. And well, I mean, like, it's fun. Like, how many times, like, how many times have you done that yourself? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, that's the point. The point. A lot of I did the time that this I morning. To... I did that this morning. So when yeah. I got online and I'm getting ready to go to work, I literally am sitting here, sitting on the edge of my bed after taking an unnecessarily hot shower. And yes. I'm like, can I do this again? Like, can I get in my car and go drive for 10 hours again today? Can I do that? You know, like, no, I don't think I can do it. And then you get the text message. Hey, why are you late? You're like, oh, 
Okay, I'm on my way. Yeah. All yeah. right, so I'm going to share another one. Uh, server life is watch, designer, pantry, crackers and stale chips, phone, always the newest version, car, 2004 Toyota, outfit, bougie, mattress, same as from when I was 15 and I'm 29. I'm going to add that there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cash on hand as much as I could need, bank balance, 4255 I do have a couple of changes. Car, 1996 Monte Carlo. <laughs> cash on, cash, bank balance, 42 cents. <laughs> but that's so real. You know what I mean? Like, how many servers have you worked with that, that was real? Like, just so unbelievably real. Because for me, that doesn't just, and I've worked in like three different states, like three mm -hmm. or four different states in the United States. And it's true everywhere. That's not just true here where I live in St. Louis, Missouri. That's true in Houston, Texas. That's true in Boulder, Colorado. That's true mm -hmm. over in Nashville. I mean, that's true everywhere. It's, it's well, it was me. Like, that, yeah. like that's, that's, that's exactly it. And a lot of what I do, like, I might be a manager now. I wasn't always a manager. I was a server. I was a bartender. I get it. I know I, I, I live that life, too. And, like, it's just, like, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to bring out to everybody. But, like, if I can relate to every single person that reads that post that works in the industry like a lot of people that follow me aren't actually in the industry and they don't necessarily that, that's why a lot of them don't get the jokes but like <laughs> if you actually work in the industry like that like that's you yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that like we all have fun we all sleep on the mattress that we had when we were kids and we moved from our parents house and we haven't bought a new mattress yet i'm not gonna lie i cheated with that one i'm pretty sure that's every single human being under the age of 40 yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but hey you know what I'll, I'll take it and i'll use it to my advantage but well, but th th that's us and that's the whole point right. of the page let me ask you a very serious question here. You know, Talk to I, me. This is my serious voice here. This is my investigative journalism voice. At what age did your mattress come off the floor? Like, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> like I moved so much that like I couldn't even I couldn't keep a, a bed frame. Like I could, so I just threw my mattress on the floor. I had a king size bed. But it was on the floor. It's good for your back, right? Okay. Well, I actually know the answer to this because because I remember it was 2011. And uh, so that was eight years ago now. So I was 21. I was 21 years old when my mattress came off the floor. Dang, you are. Look at you, bougie boy. You know? Yeah, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> look at your what's middle up, class. What's up? What's up? What's <laughs> up? I want to say I was like 27, 28. So yeah. I'm 33 now. So five years ago. So like 2014. Because I, I moved a lot. I was in bands and I was cooking so much and just living in all these different states and stuff. And just like. So it's real though. Like that 20. Like you were 21. You're like, yeah. I had a mattress on the floor, like for real. It's so, yeah. it's so crazy. So let's move on to part, part two. Well, what, what you're doing now? So we've kind of started touching on, you know, the inspiration, and now we're talking about, you know, so where you were. Let's jump into your your current experience, right? Sure. Not doing the rest, honest restaurant manager. So. Where are you working now? You don't have to say exactly where it's at, but like, what kind of restaurant are you at? Are you in sure? A so I I manage a, a high end bar, okay. uh, bar pub, um, and that that's that's what I'm currently doing. Uh, I'm the general manager in my in my store. Um, okay. So I've been doing that. Uh, well, I, I've been in this specific store for two years. Okay. So tell me, uh, walk me through your duties at the business. So you're the general manager, uh, which you know, as we've pre-established in this in this show, means uh, well. You're responsible for doing everybody else's stuff that they refuse to do. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the stuff that you end up getting stuck doing? Oh, man. Like I got actually I have a, I have a fantastic team. So my, my life is actually pretty easy. Uh, the majority of what I do is delegate, follow up and then develop staff. Um, I actually like I, I, I take more pride in developing staff than I than I do anything else in the world and like actually like when you when you follow my page and um there's a good chance we'll probably talk touch on it later but like uh like a lot of what I do is is although it's funny like I, I like to have a lot of fun with my posts but anything that I usually do on my story is usually based on development um tips um, you know, how can I make you better? How can, you know, we, how can we motivate ourselves? So like, that's, that's a lot of what I do in my own store. Um, you know, I try to have a lot of one-on-ones with my team, my managers, and just kind of, you know, teach them how to, uh, to manage people. So a lot of what I do is, is, is develop my team and let them kind of run the actual store. I mean, I do a lot of the back end stuff, um, so that they can, excuse me, be on the floor. Um, but that's, that's the majority of what I do. I would say I would I would do a lot of back end stuff, uh, delegate, follow up, and and then develop my team. That's awesome. So there's a lot of different kinds of general managers. You know, like 
so would you say, uh, are you in a, like a, a, a one person, is this like a mom and pop kind of shop or is this more like a multi-unit? No, it's not a mom and pop type shop. No, okay. no, there's, there's, yeah, no, it's moving. Okay. So are you, uh, so I, I say that there are, there are two kinds of GMs these days. There's the old school GMs where you're like, you're in charge, you're the boss. And then mm -hmm. there's the GMs that are really just kind of like glorified, glorified super managers. And then like a DO who runs more like the day to day type stuff. So mm -hmm. are you more like the old school GM or are you more like got a super DO? Uh, I, no, like I'm, I'm actually probably right in between. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like, I, I live in my store. I'm there all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm actually on the floor a lot, uh, especially like weekend nights. I'm, I'm always on the floor. Um, like I like to be right in the, right in there. Uh, I love to hop on the bar. I love to bartend. I love to work with my guys personally. Like I, like I, I'm right in there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like, when I say that I, I develop my team to run the floor, it's more or less on hand. Like while, while we're in the rush, while we're doing things, I'm just kind of always talking to my guys and, and trying my best to develop my team in any way that I possibly can. Um, so like, that's kind of what I mean by that. So, I mean, I'm probably more that second version where I'm on the floor, you know, sure. I, I run the, I, I'm there running it. Uh, but I've got a pretty decent team around me that that assists me in doing that. So, uh, and I've also like I I I do a lot of work in, in like like making sure that I have a lot of people that do um, that that can run a floor. So sure. like my management team's actually pretty decently large. So you get a lot of people who come to you for advice, obviously, because mm -hmm. I've seen some of the questions. Uh, so tell me how important. Let's let I'm going to ask you a couple questions about being a general manager and things that you think are important. The first one here is you touched on it here because you love to do this. You love to develop people. How important is it as a general manager to be the not just the leader but also the coach? You know, the person who's helping to develop the talent. Tell me about that. It's everything. Like that 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 that's why I do what I do. And like a lot of people will talk to me or like uh, they'll message me on on the page and and uh, and those kind of be like, hey, like why why do you view things the way that you view them, and why don't my managers think the way that you think, and like <laughs> like kind of all this stuff, but like everybody is different, and and all I try to mostly what I try to do when people ever say, hey, like why don't you know why why is this different for me than it is for you, and my my biggest thing is communication, so mm -hmm. I I just I think it's the most important thing that there is, and I just like to communicate with my team, I just like to be open, right? So like that's that's the biggest thing for me. So um, whereas I honestly just totally forgot your question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would not be the first person. So the question is, is, is developing people important? You know, it's like how, how much of an asset is it to develop your team? Well, I mean, you need the whole goal of what you do is to be replace yourself. That's, that's why you, sh you should always be doing right. So like my job is to create, you know, one or two people that can do everything that I can do. And then, you know, so I have that opportunity to step out. And those guys should always be developing two or three people that can do what they do. So when they move up, we have got someone doing that. So that's, I mean, I do a lot of that. I'm always, you know, working on my guys. I always talking to my guys about the succession plan with their guys. And then, you know, my servers and bartenders, who's the next one's up? And you just host this, who's, who's the next one up? You know, it's, a, it's, it's always like, if you're not developing, if you're not training, if you're not putting in the work to make sure that your team is always improving, getting better and ready to move on to the next role, then you're just setting yourself up to fail so i and it, it's the best part about it all is the fact that like people if you find the right people that want to learn from you then you're going to create an amazing environment of people that just want to be developed and want to move up and want to work and it's it's it, it it's it's crucial to what we do that's awesome so i'm guessing that i mean you've got a very clear head on your shoulders about you know your plan and how you're going to execute it do you find that you have a higher turnover like a high turnover or a medium turnover like you know, like how, how often are you having to hire outside talent as opposed to developing talent internally? Well, it like to me, that's it's a harder question in the sense that like I work in a university town. So that's like, not even a fair question then. Yeah, so like I, I, I rely very heavily on university turnover. Mm -hmm. um, so like when it comes to staff, that's that's a big thing for me. However, my management team is pretty solid and uh, and, and I've had them for a while now. So. Um, that part of it's been really good. I'm going to ask you a highly technical question here. So I apologize to everyone who's listening who's not a restaurant industry veteran who's been manager forever and ever and ever. Are you the kind of guy who uh, likes to hire, over hire and see who washes out? Or do you like to hire a small amount of just a little bit at a time? 
I hire small amounts a little bit at a time. And the reason I do it is because I'm very particular about who I hire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not a hire you because you have availability person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a hire you because you're going to work in my system for person. So uh, I, I very much tend to not um, mass hire. Um, and let, I mean, ex- example, you know, when university lets out and lets in, I kind of sure. have to do that. But, um, you know, when, when I have control over the situation, then, then I am going to only bring on people that I, that are going to work in my system. And, uh, and I'm very meticulous when it comes to my interview processes and my background checks. And you like, I, I will straight up tell you what, like, <laughs> there's been a couple times where I've interviewed a person and then sent them home and brought them back and being like, okay, you screwed up the first time. I'm going to give you another chance. This is what I'm <laughs> looking for. Prove to me that you can do it. And like, it, it, it works like there's actually like, i got one guy in particular on my team that i did that with and uh and he's he's a very strong asset for me now uh because you know he knew what he was look i i i wasn't gonna beat around the bush i wanted him to answer the questions i wanted him to answer it the way i wanted him to answer it and i wanted him to be real with me and if you can be real with me and prove to me that you're a real person yeah. that wants you know that wants this job because of who you are then then i have room for you so that that's that, that's kind of the way i look at it there's nothing worse than interviewing somebody who just like I just flat boldface lies to your face like, hey, do you do you want to work at XYZ Bar and Grill? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And you're like, no, you don't. Yeah, I can right. see it in your eyes. You were five <laughs> minutes late. If you wanted to be here, look at the clothes. Look at your shoes. Like your shoes don't even match. They're two different yeah. shoes. You know? Um, all right. I think that's enough technical questions. Let's get back to the fun stuff, right? So uh, what would happen if your position at your restaurant was removed. Like if there's no general manager at your place. It wouldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I mean, that's, that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, um, and I mean, what I do is, uh, is really important. I mean, like I, 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 I run the back end of the business. And I think, I think one of the biggest thing that people don't understand is, is, uh, how much work it actually is to, uh, run financials of a business. Um, you know, like that's, it's, it's a big job. And, uh, and, and that, you know, without somebody controlling that, I mean, it, it would be, it'd be pretty hard to, to, to run a place. Okay. I'm writing a little note here. Um, so how do you, okay. So the next question is, uh, what would happen if there are no more memes? How how would the world go? I mean, I don't even know how to communicate with my friends. Like, I don't even text anymore. I just send memes about how I feel. But what do you think the world would be like with no memes? It would suck. Like me, <laughs> memes are memes have become like the highest form of communication between millennials and uh, and and the next generation. Um, you know, it's just like it, that's how people communicate to each other now, and it's the best because they're hilarious. And, uh, and everybody's just really funny these days. And like, that's, that's the greatest thing in the world that everyone is super funny. So, um, I actually feel really lucky that I get to be uh, like a a part of that world. And, uh, it's, again, there's nothing I ever expected would happen, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) It's just like, I'm in it now. I can't stop. So, uh, no, it's a, it's a blast. So, I mean, like if we didn't have them, I don't know, man, like, come on, one day the memes aren't going to be a thing anymore. And we're all going to be sitting around fires going to be like, remember memes? And then it's, <laughs> it, <laughs> we lived in the good age when memes were a thing. And now you guys just have your books again. So I, I don't right. know, man, like memes are the greatest. It'd be like, hey, Phil, if you're on like some kind of hollow conferencing to look like you're in my living room. Remember when we used to have to get on the Snapchat and send <laughs> yeah. each other pictures? With, with letters on top of it. Now we can just beam thoughts to each other's brains. Exactly. Just, yeah, every time we think of something, it pops in someone else's head. I can't wait we to get back to you, We need those man. memes. Memes get us through the day. They do. They absolutely do. Um, so tell me about... Uh, tell me about... Uh, I'm losing my question. Okay. Who on your staff is completely irreplaceable? Like indispensable? Somebody you couldn't live with? It could be a position. It could be a person. You tell me sure. who you couldn't live without. Uh, well, I mean, like me and my, um, you're going to like this answer. Me and my chef have a really great relationship and, like this. uh, and man, you would like, it's awesome. Me and my chef, we, we, we really understand each other. And like, he's a great guy and he doesn't like, he doesn't like put up with like my crap. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like he'll call me out on anything. And, uh, and it's awesome because we work really, really strongly together. And like, he wants, 
he wants the place to succeed as much as I want it to succeed. Right. So like we're always talking to each other. We're always bouncing things off each other. We'll go home. We'll text each other, you know, different ways that we can help uh, our, our business grow. So, I mean, like him and I, like we, we have a great relationship. So, I mean, like he's like, he's my guy. Yeah. Um, and we, and we work really well together. Um, but like, I mean, that's a hard question. Cause like I said, like, I'm very particular about who works for me. Um, and I want to make sure that my staff is always strong. Um, so like, I, I really appreciate every single one of my staff members and like, I, I need them because, um, you know, they, they share my passion for what, for what we do. And, uh, and I like, when I, when I'm first moved into my store, my biggest thing was this is Phil's vision and we're all going to live in Phil's vision. And they were like, yeah. And then like, <laughs> like it's it just, it's amazing what we've been able to do following that trail. So in all reality, like I, I love my staff and they're so great and they, they take as good a care of me as I take of them. So I would say all of them, but like me and my chef, like we, we, we are, we are going, you're we going places. Thing. Yeah, man. Would you say that, uh, would you say that he knows what you want for lunch before you even ask for it? Like, are you, that yeah, and it, like to a fault and it's actually kind of annoying. Like <laughs> <laughs> I did want tacos. Damn. How'd you know that? You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. We get on each other's nerves sometimes because we seem to know too much about each other. So we, <laughs> you and your wife have been fighting again, haven't you? <laughs> That's good though. We have fun. All right. So, uh, last question about the, what you're doing now, how do you balance your work and life, work life and your family life? You know, restaurant business can be hard. It can be hard. Yep. It can be time consuming. How do you balance that? Uh, it's, it's, it's hard. And like the, the biggest thing about it is that you just have to commit, right? Like everything is, every, everything is so important. And I have a family. Um, and you know, when we, when we took on this challenge of coming to where we are now, you know, it was, it was a big thing because now we've got, you know, a, a, a store that we run together, um, and, uh, and, and we have this family at home. So, um, you know, what, what do we do, uh, in order to make that work? So, I mean, like I, if I have to, it, the important thing is just knowing what's important. That's, that's the biggest thing in the world. If it's important, you're there for it. And that means if it's in the, it's, if it's important in the store, you're there. If it's important at home, you're there and you just, you, you can't make sacrifices, Oh, sorry, you have to make sacrifices for what's important. And if you can do that, then you can make pretty much anything work. And the restaurant industry is no different anywhere when it comes to the point of you're going to work a lot of hours. Like that is just that's the way the restaurant business is, especially in the kitchen. Like you, you chefs and cooks, like I can't I can't imagine what you guys do because you guys work so hard and so many hours in these hot kitchens. And uh, and it, it's amazing what you guys put up with. And like, sometimes I wonder like that question that you just asked me, like, like that's a question for chefs. Like, how do sure. you guys do it sometimes? And you know, like that, and like, I'm going to be very honest. A lot of people in this industry, like they, they, they struggle with, you know, with, with uh, depression or, you know, alcoholism mm -hmm. or like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really dark things that come with working that many hours. And, and, you know, it's, it, it can be really, really tough for some people. And I think the really important thing is that people, you know, know when to talk to people, know when to reach out or know that they can be, that they put people in the lives that can hold them accountable. Because like, I also know that a lot of people that you know, even if you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, Hey, you know what? I'm actually, I struggle with depression or like, sometimes I feel like I drink when I shouldn't drink, but I'm doing it. Like you need to make sure that you have people in your life that can call you out on this stuff. Cause like, I shouldn't say call you out, but like be, be approachable to you that can say, Hey, how you doing today? And, or that one, talk to you or, or or bring bring you a coffee and just you know sit down and just chat with you for a little while that stuff is really really important and like if even if you don't have that person you know you you need to be able to sit down with your manager your chef or somebody in your in your store that and say hey look like this is something that i'm kind of like been thinking about a little bit lately like i'm not i'm not as happy as i used to be inside and uh and there's there's those ways that people can deal with that stuff so i think the biggest thing is just knowing that you can talk to people about stuff uh, when you talk about it and, 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 and knowing the importance of, um, of, of, of what is important and making sure that you're there for it. That, that's how I would answer that question. That is possibly the most thoughtful answer that anyone's ever given, uh, on, on mental health. I mean, just in general, it's, it's like mental health is so important and it's interesting because it one of the things I do with the podcast is, you know, I come up with an idea for a topic. I mean, I'm going to start incorporating these later, uh, you know, beyond the interviews. But one of the things I was going to address is mental health. I'm going to do like special exposés. You know, is the substance abuse because you work in the restaurant industry or does the restaurant industry, because there's quick cash, tend to attract those kinds of people? Mm -hmm. Is it the hours? What is it? And so it's interesting, though, because like you just said, it's all about reaching out for help. If you need the help, ask where people get too proud. Now, one thing I do want to dive into, because you're Canadian, 
This is very important here. I am. <clears throat> now, when people bring you coffee in <laughs> Canada, is it from Starbucks? Is it from Tim Hortons? <laughs> it's a mixture, man. Like. <laughs> You didn't know this was going to happen, did you? <laughs> I didn't know how it was going. No. Okay, well, here's the thing, and I'm going to be very real with you here. Like, Tim Hortons is everywhere. Like, that's that's the, the convenience of Tim Hortons is oh, yeah. you don't know. And the, here's the thing. Now, now you, you opened a can of worms. Now you're going to hear it. So <laughs> <laughs> there is no, and I guarantee you that there is no fast food drive through that is faster than Tim Hortons. And the reason I say that is because when you go through the Tim Hortons drive-thru, you're not comfortable and you don't want to be there because they rush you. Like you get to the window and like, if you don't have your payment there, like you get it fast because they look like they're going to hit you. And then they give you your coffee and then you go like, like it, you just move. So like, that's <laughs> like that. It's, it's crazy, man. Like you don't wait for a second. Like no matter what you ordered, you could have ordered a meal, two meals, four coffees and donuts. And you're like, you're gone in three seconds. Like they, it, it's really weird how fast they make the stuff. And like, you just have to go. So like the convenience of Tim Hortons is like, it's really, really, really there. So like, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why we all drink it so much. Um, and it's also really, really freaking cheap. So, um, and it's really stupidly good for the price. It is good. It's really good, man. Like, Miss American people, you you come up, you try it tomorrow and just do it. We, uh, anyways, we have like, we have them here in St. Louis. We we just they oh, just really? opened a ton of them, and they're fantastic. Oh, nice. The coffee's out of control. I had like yeah, a, super good. I had some kind of espresso drink and some kind of thing that was not a chocolate long john, and I was very upset about that. <laughs> uh, there's I like one donut, one one freaking donut. It's a chocolate long john. That's yeah. it. No jelly, no cream. You keep your fillings out of my freaking donuts, you crazy people. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with people. Oh, let me get that Bavarian cream. Let me get that jelly in there. No, it's a pastry. It doesn't need anything else. It's a pastry. Sorry. I'm no, on my soapbox now. You're passionate. You're passionate. But we do, we do drink a lot of Starbucks, though. We drink a lot of Starbucks as well. So Because that's, that's the thing here is everyone's like, oh, I'm going to Starbucks. There's literally so many Starbucks here that there is a Starbucks in, in, our, in a Target. You know what Target is, right? Yeah. Okay. So you'll have the Starbucks with the tar Target Starbucks, and then you'll have a standalone Starbucks in the parking lot. Like, as if there wasn't enough opportunity to get coffee yeah. <laughs> inside the store. And then there'll be another, like, strip mall Starbucks, like, literally not even two blocks down. Oh, like, yeah. Who's drinking all this coffee? You know, yeah. like, no wonder fish have, like, three fins and heads and stuff. <laughs> it's all the caffeine pee. Um, all right, so I think we've thoroughly dissected that aspect of your life, uh, even into Tim Hortons. I'm glad we got to talk about Timmy Hose. I had Tim Hortons today. There's your answer. Okay, I, it's okay. I, I guess it's for you. It's like McDonald's for me. I, I have it all the time, and I hate to admit it, but I do. Yeah. Um, it's fast and it's cheap. So let's talk about your plans for the future, right? This is sure. part three. So what are your plans for the future with the Honest Restaurant Manager? Where do you see this page going? Well, it's actually like – that's a question that I'm not ready to answer yet, and uh, like I'll, 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 I'll hint, I'll hint, but I'm not gonna like fully dive into it a little bit. But you know, the goal for Honest Restaurant Manager is that um, you know eventually one day you know everyone's gonna have a chance to have a little bit of Honest Restaurant Manager in their restaurant. Like that's that's the goal, and like, it, it, we're we're still we're still a little ways away. But you know, eventually this is you know gonna be a a, a business where you know where you have an opportunity to be involved with it so um that like that that's kind of all i'm going to say with it right now we're going to keep doing what we're doing i mean like it's the, the comedy aspect of the page is just kind of getting started where you know i'm i'm a lot of the stuff when you start anything you're not that good at it like that's, that's just that's just the reality when you start right. surfing you're not a great server no, and like terrible. a lot of servers forget that when they become veterans and when they start making a lot of money they forget that they were just like absolutely terrible when they started um like and like i'll go back to the beginning of my page and look at what i was posting and i was like man this this is bad, uh, and, and it's good. But it's good because you learn and you learn and you learn and you learn. And now that I'm getting into these videos, you know, like you know, I know that when I'm you know 50, 70 videos more in the future. I'm going to go back and be like, oh, man, those videos were terrible. And, like, that's 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 the way it should be. You should, sure. you should always be, you know, improving and getting better. So, you know, as, as I start to, you know, kind of branch out into my different ways of being, um, you know, kind of reaching into my comedy a little bit and, and that comedy aspect of what I do, uh, it should be a little bit more relatable to people. And it will have more, more of an opportunity to, um, you know, people really recognize uh, me and what I do. 
uh, and the, and the direction that I'm going to take it. So, um, give it a little bit longer, you know, 19,000 is, is good. Uh, we got a little ways to go before, you know, we really feel like we can make an impact moving forward, uh, when it comes to, you know, where, where we can take it, but there's a lot of big dreams for the page. And, uh, there's a lot of things that I plan on doing, um, eventually as we kind of continue on our way down, but you know, we got a lot of ways to go for that yet. So this is a long-term plan. You see this as a long-term brand, not just something you're going to do in your free time, you know? Well, it stopped being something I'm going to do in my free time a long time ago, actually. Mm -hmm. Like once you, (laughs) once I got to a certain point, then, uh, this, it, it, it really is almost like a side business already. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of time I actually spend on, like I probably spend five, five hours a day on the page. Um, whether that is, you know, researching things or like working on the page, I should say, uh, researching things, coming up with ideas, which is so hard. Yeah. Um, like coming up with, I try to do one post a day and like, there are times where I am literally banging my head against the wall being like, what is funny? Uh, it's, it's hard sometimes to come up with stuff and finding that inspiration, but like stuff like that, like sometimes I'll do these things and then I like with like the stories and stuff like that. And then the amount of DMS that come in, like I did that post, uh, that story a little while ago about the, um, weird mods that you get. Mm -hmm. And then somebody sent in, um, a weird mod was wine and cola. And I was like, Oh man, that's weird. And I posted it. And like, I had no idea this was a thing around the world. And I found out real quick that it's a thing around the world. And I got like over 180 DMs alone about that one comment um, that I made that I did. I'll tell you, it's not a North American thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never heard it until you had posted it. I was like, what is this? Why? Who's ruining wine? You don't want to open. Um, (laughs) But like, 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 it took me, I probably spent two hours alone responding to the one page of my story. So Mm -hmm. like, I, I, again, like I'm not even that big yet. So like, I got a lot of ways to go myself, but already I'm spending probably five hours a day working on this page. That's crazy. Um, So like, it's, it's, it's a full on investment already. It's kind of already stopped being a hobby because of how much, you know, invested time I have in it and the amount of people that I'm talking to every single day. Um, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun, but like, I think the coolest thing about it all is that people are really starting to embrace me as their manager away from their manager. And Mm -hmm. like, that's, that's kind of the funnest part of it all, because a lot of people don't actually have the relationships with their managers that they should have. And, uh, and a lot of people like, like, I I hate when I hear that people are afraid of their managers or they don't want to talk to managers because they don't understand or like kind of all that stuff. Like, and then they'll come to me and they'll be like, this is my issue. And I don't know how to deal with it because I don't have good communication skills. And like, we'll, we'll get into it and we'll start talking and it happens all the time. And I really encourage it. Like I'll wake up sometimes to just like however many DMS and then I'll just sit there and just start talking to people about their jobs. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really, really fun. So I think people are getting a really good idea of the fact that yes, like what I do on the page is comedy, but you know, I actually am somebody that's here to support you as well. And, uh, and kind of, you know, develop you and work with you. And that's, that's my goal in the end. My goal is to develop all the staffs, uh, in, in, in North America and the world. Like that, that's, that's my goal as I, I want to be part of your restaurant with you. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's so far it's, I can't believe how well it's working, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to jump in here because, uh, you know, you say you spend about five hours a day. I would say, honestly, I spend about, you know, doing stuff on social media. I spend about that much time too. Just like, but mine's a little different. Cause I have to, I had to make the food, frame the photo, get the lighting right, and then I have a ton of DMs. How did you do that? What's the technique? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife calls the people who, who calls my Instagram my girlfriend. Has it gotten that point with your wife yet? Or like, how is that? She's like, what, oh, are you talking to your girlfriend? And it's literally, <laughs> are you talking to, are you literally on Instagram? You know? No, I'm always I'm always on Instagram, so <laughs> I live on it. Um, so I think that like I charge my phone six times a day. Like I'm always on it. Um, so I think she's used to it. But I think what she gets sick of is me talking about it all the time. And be like, hey, Ashley, like, look, like I got all these likes on my post. She's like, I know you did. Like, just shut up. Like, I know we, you're funny. Good for you. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Kind of Good now. job. Yeah, Can you go yeah, shovel the freaking yeah. driveway? I stopped caring months ago. Like, right. just leave me alone and just enjoy being you so don't you know there's a harry potter marathon on right now i have more important <laughs> things going on yeah exactly all right so uh so you're growing the brand it's definitely a brand at this point is what it sounded like to me it's definitely a business so as far as the restaurant industry are you going to stay in it you know yeah, is, this, yeah. is this for you 
Yeah, yeah. No, like I'm like I'm not going anywhere. Um, like this is me. This is what I do. It's all I know. This is uh, me now. <laughs> this is me. This is me. The industry is me. Like I, I, I don't know anything else. Like it's it's all I've ever done. It's all I ever want to do. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be industry for life. I like it. Uh, so I do have one question that I did not uh, previously write, and it totally came up because you totally hit on it. I want you, this, in your, this is kind of like your closing remarks, right? So this is the most important part of the entire, entire interview. No pressure. <laughs> so I want you to give some advice to prospective people coming in the restaurant industry. Like, you know, you got some girl, her name's Rachel, right? She wants to be a server. You know, she's never been in the restaurant industry before. I want you to give her some advice. What would you tell Rachel? Run. Should, no, <laughs> uh, no, like this is this is what it is. I mean, like if you want to come into the restaurant industry, you're coming into a family, and like that's the coolest thing about it all. And it's not just the store that you work in. The restaurant industry is a family, and it's really, really, really cool. And it's not like any other industry in the world. If it was, then there would be like all of like. Look at what the restaurant industry does on Instagram alone. Like, like when you look at like the big dog, uh, like server life, and then like you start going down, and there's all of these different restaurant pages, and and like every single one of them has so many followers and it's just like everybody just wants to be part of the community of what it is to be a restaurant like in that restaurant and everybody like it's, it's just this huge 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 family and uh and it's it's very 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 cool in saying that like if you want to get into the service industry and you want to be successful the biggest thing that i would say to anybody is just work hard like that's that that's the biggest thing come in ready to work come in ready to learn come in ready to be molded and trained and be humble and like and do what you can do to better yourself because in the end that's the biggest thing that the restaurant industry has a chance to give you is, is a chance to build your character and build who you are as a person because the big like you look at people that never worked in the service industry and then you look at people that did work in the service industry i don't care how old you are if you did or you didn't you can tell and like it's it's crazy because like it, it just develops who you are as a person and like if you come in with the idea that you want to better yourself then you are going to be successful in the restaurant industry. And I just think that's the coolest thing in the world. I always say, if you want the discipline and the uh, character building of the military, but you don't like to march that much or do push-ups, the restaurant industry is for you. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. I like that. I you, like want, that you, want a staff, you want a staff meal at the end of the night, maybe a little bit of wine after your workout? This is for yeah. you. That's All good. Right. That's good. So, Phil, you've been fantastic. This is just as good of an interview as I was hoping it was going to be. Uh, and just like you said, it's family. It's, it, you know, what's weird is that we've known each other for what, maybe like a month or two now. Yeah. We've been talking and it's, it's really like I've known you my entire life. It's like, it's oh crazy. yeah, it's my cousin, Phil. He lives yeah. over. In, <laughs> my Canadian it, cousin. Yeah. He's my Canadian Phil. cousin. He, you know, it's like South Park. His head doesn't completely attach to the, <laughs> from the top to the bottom, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> just cause I'm from Canada or what? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah, just, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I don't know why that is. I don't know. It's weird because like, you know. I always find Canadians to be super nice and super funny all the time. And uh, anyways, it, that's not important. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and uh, summarize the end of this interview. So Phil is uh, found on Instagram at, at Honest Restaurant Manager. And at Twitter, can you give me that one again? Manager Honesty. Manage, at Manager Honesty. Uh, he's got this awesome page. And if you guys have not seen it yet, you really need to get on there. You really need to see it. It's really funny. He's doing awesome stuff with it. He's a mover and a shaker. He's going places. And if you're listening to this uh, on my website, which is chefryancallahan.com, you can follow, find me at chef underscore Ryan underscore Callahan. And uh, the last thing here is that this is available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and of course, Radio Public and many other places. Anyways, Phil, it was a fantastic to have you on, and I'm going to go ahead and let you go because I know you got a kid and other responsibilities good, to take care of. Thank so you so thank much, you so much for being on. It was fun. Appreciate you, Ryan.